Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with CPA Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about crypto and taxes. How is it taxed? And how to report and track taxes for crypto. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast. And today we're talking with Allison about taxes and crypto, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good topic to talk about because it's a lot of folks that uh, are probably going to make a lot of money in this next bull run uh, that's about to run up because you, you've seen the new all time highs on on Bitcoin and uh, I'm, I'm scrambling to get some more money in. Oh my gosh, you you are right, and it's really becoming a way people are. I don't think it's it's a question of if you if you should consider you know embracing it. It's when, and the answer is now. Embrace it because it's it's going to be here, and businesses and individuals are going to have to start using it. Absolutely. So let's talk about first how how is crypto taxed. So here, my favorite word is it depends. <laughs> on the character or purpose of the transaction. So if you sell it, it's subject to capital gain tax. If you as a business owner get paid for a service, it's considered income. So again, you really have to look at what was the purpose of the transaction. So we can lead into like, I broke it out into a couple, several ways, how, how it's taxed at the individual level and how you would have to report it as a business as a business or business owner. So again, like I said, if you are an individual and you sell it, it's considered capital gains. Uh, and it depends upon how long you've held the cryptocurrency. If you've held it for less than a year, it's a short-term transaction or short-term capital gain. Or if you've held it for 12 months or longer, then it's um, subject to, uh, or it's considered a long-term capital gain. Now this one, I don't know that people necessarily uh would really think about um, if you convert the cryptocurrency from one to another. For example, you convert Ethereum to Bitcoin. Some people would argue that I'm doing what's called a 1031 exchange and I should be able to defer the gain. Well, the IRS will tell you that it's not real property. So it too is subject to capital gain tax. So again, if I can, if I convert my Ethereum to Bitcoin and I realize a gain of a dollar, well, I'm going to have to be taxed on the dollar or, and, and report the dollar. If I mine my cryptocurrency and I receive a block award for adding on the, the block to my, to my existing blockchain, it's considered ordinary income. So just keep that in mind as you're you know, making your transactions. And on, and, that, and on that, it actually makes me want to look up um, like what happens when the company oil company mines an oil well and they discover oil. Do they have to pay taxes on that, too? Because that's interesting. I'm like, yeah, there's that. I think that would be an interesting conversation for another episode. So. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but just and one thing to kind of point out, too, is if you currently have your cryptocurrency in a retirement account and you want to, to do some mining, you need to, to here's where you need to consult with your CPA 
and your financial investment advisor on the potential tax implications uh, for unrelated business income. Again, that's I think that would be a conversation for another day, but that's just something to, to contemplate as you're making your various transactions. If you're self-employed and somebody pays you for your services, yes, it's considered income and conceivably subject to self-employment tax. So just make sure you're keeping track. If I'm a business owner and somebody again pays me for my service, it's reported as revenue on my income statement and on my tax return. Um, if I hold on to the currency, cryptocurrency, and then I decide to use it to pay for an ex expense, like say I go out and buy some you know, capital equipment or something, I have to consider not just the vendor reporting requirements, but also I have to pay gain on the, the spread, the, you know, the increase in value of the cryptocurrency at the time that I pay for my purchase. So it's, it's really important to pay attention to these things. And I do think it's really hard to track it. <laughs> Because there's so many different transactions that happen. And really, the next question would be, do I have to report it? And how do I track it? And obviously, the answer is, yes, you have to report it. <laughs> and the IRS, <laughs> and the IRS, especially now that they, it's become very clear that we are all starting to embrace the use of cryptocurrency. Um, and cryptocurrency exchanges don't have, are not obligated to have reporting requirements they're starting to pay, have a stricter scrutiny of our transactions and, you know, whether we're participating in it. So just make sure, A, you're, you're reporting it. And um, I know that some of the cryptocurrency exchanges will allow you to download a report so you can do a manual, if not really clunky way of uh, keeping track of the basis and um, reporting any potential taxable events. Um, but there's also some other uh, reporting software out there that's starting to help figure out how to create the, the reporting requirement, help you meet the reporting requirements. So again, it's clunky and, you know, kind of takes a lot of time to pay attention to, but just make sure you're, um, you know, reporting it. The other thing I was thinking too, that a lot of people I don't think think about is if I, as a business owner and paying somebody in cryptocurrency, make sure you get a W-9 from the vendor before you pay them for 10-9 so that you can do your 10-9-9 reporting requirements. So that's just something, little side note to think about. I think it's interesting because as, as you're saying it, so there's a couple of things going on in the world that I think is interesting, right? You have the theme of, uh, that, that already happened, like we ship manufacturing jobs out of the U.S. in the 80s and 90s, right? Uh, for for, mm -hmm. for emerging markets. And we were starting to do service jobs, but it's about to accelerate because now we're about to work independent. So a lot of service jobs are going to be shipped overseas. And then as crypto is kind of, as you were talking, I was like, yeah, I can 100% I can see because crypto is going to become the most productive uh, industry like in the world over the next decade or two because of what it's doing. And you already have countries who um, made crypto legal tender, which uh, makes the tax simplified. Like you don't have to, you don't have taxes on all this kind of stuff. And so I think once the countries realize that crypto is going to be good for an economy to attract investment and everything they need to be, I think they'll simplify this or lose, right? Because they can always be dumb and lose. But I mean, as you were going, I was like, nah, as soon as I can convince, and, I, and I'm not a hardcore Bitcoiner, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty practical. But I was like, mm, it's probably going to make sense for us to like change juris jurisdiction at some point, and, like leave the country and go make some other place our home. 
place that's more crypto friendly. And, and, and you're laughing, but I'm serious because. Oh, I, you know, I know. Yeah, because and, and, I, and I know the hardcore, the hardcore folks are going to do it like for sure, because why live in America? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah. if you don't have, you know, it, like what ties you here is your job. Right. But now we're going to a virtual economy where you can do business with anywhere around the world. So. So, yeah, it's interesting how, how clunky it is. But this is my timestamp for just to see 10 years, sometime in the next 10 years, either America changes these clunky tax rules or they're going to lose a lot of intellectual capital and industry. Yeah, well, I was going to say at the very least, when you say the timestamp, the reporting require the reporting ability to get the information is going to be a lot different because I have worked with a number of clients where I have to download a spreadsheet and it's it is arduous trying to figure out how to track it and figure out, I mean, my heavens, I cannot believe how many, how long it takes to figure out like the conversions and the selling and the, oh my gosh, it was. So I envision 10 years from today, we will have an easier reporting, especially knowing that the IRS is starting to put such scrutiny and strict, you know, paying really get close attention to people's use of cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think the other part too is, You'll see a lot of Bitcoin folks. You and I did the episode on how rich people use their real estate and just mm-hmm. do loans on it. That's how a lot of hardcore crypto folks are like, like the actual Bitcoin that we purchase. Like we're never going to spend that. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's as a matter of fact, we're about to move. I have a meeting with a company that we're about to move our Bitcoin, we're about to put a bit, a, quite a bit more in there, but we're about to move it to this company because it's more secure and um, they're set up so that you take loans against it if you need it. So that way, you know, if we if we do need money, we can loan against it and just pay it back with our with our fiat, which is like trash money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say there was some there's some articles that are coming out about uh, various crypto exchange uh, exchanges are starting to consider lending options, just like you're saying, and they're going they're having to work with the. Uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, because again, there's strict reporting requirements. So, is it going to be worth it really for them to to embrace it, or you know, all that? So, it's it, it, this is a completely new world that I think again we're going to have to really pay attention to. So, I will say here's one fun tax strategy to consider as you start to think about planning for the end of the year. Um, if you are so inclined and would like to donate some of your current cryptocurrency to a charitable organization, you can do that. And again, you would you would get the fair market value of the cryptocurrency at the date of exchange. So, you know, assuming you you know had held it for a certain period of time. So anyway, that's just something to contemplate if you have su- sufficient and the wherewithal and you're so called to donate donate to a charity. So that's just something to consider as, as a particular tax strategy. Yeah, yeah. Do, donate, donate all the the altcoins. Keep your Bitcoin. Donate those trash <laughs> coins. <laughs> well, anyway, I just I just say that, and th- I, this was actually I think a really timely one, considering we're seeing a lot more articles about or just you know the use of and the embracing of cryptocurrency. Because, like I said, it's not just if, but when we're going to have to embrace it. Um, whether it's an individual or a business owner, um, and how to make sure we're using it to uh, the best use possible. Great. Well, um, well, appreciate the insight. We've been waiting to do this episode for a while, so I'm glad we got it out. And I'm sure, you know, we'll have to do probably one of these every quarter as the tax landscape continues to uh, to change. So, I was going to say one thing I was thinking about is under the current uh, the current administration with all the tax plan proposals. 
uh, the Biden administration is looking to allocate more resources to tracking cryptocurrency. Um, so just again, make sure that you know you're reporting everything properly. Or, or like I said, we can just move to the Caymans. A great, it's got great beaches there. I will say. <laughs> I know, right? Extensive, extensive real estate, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. Um, let everybody know how they can reach you if they're interested in getting more information. So you can uh, contact me uh, via my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I would love to help anybody out who needs help with taxes or accounting. But thank you again. This was a really fun one. Thanks. Thanks. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.